Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, May 25th. It's hard to believe that May is almost gone, uh, but glad you joined us today as we get ready to talk about what's happening in the economy and the marketplace today. Uh, I hope that uh, your week is off to a great start. And before we do that, though, before we join Dave here in just a second, I just want to remind you that there really is only one thing that any of us can control within our own portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. And we've seen a lot of volatility this year already. And so it brings us to the question, do you know for certain how much risk you have in your portfolio? And does it really and truly line up with your risk tolerance, how much risk you can really handle in your portfolio. Most of the time, I find that that's just not the case. Give us a call and let's find out exactly where you stand on risk. 863-382-0037. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Dave, let's uh, let's get this thing started today. 1.7. There we are. Highlands Delight FM. It's 839. 21 here before 9. This is looking kind of interesting all of a sudden on Wall Street. Green day yesterday, and so far it kind of looks like things might stay green today. What a concept. Let's head down to talk to the pro, Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring and see what his take on things are. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's, uh, you know, it's hard to believe this is the last week of May. I just uh, can't wrap my, my mind around how fast time's flying. I'm absolutely hornswoggled by it. And boy, what a change from the beginning of the month to the end of the month. At the beginning of the month, we were talking about, well, maybe we'll open up soon. And now we're talking about all the different industries that are doing okay off of the pandemic. And now that the pandemic is subsiding in people's minds, you found a piece that kind of kind of surprised in terms of what's moving like hotcakes these days, huh? It is interesting. Think about a year ago, Dave. What were we concerned about? It was toilet paper. We couldn't find it. We couldn't find paper towels and we couldn't find disinfectant wipes or spray anywhere in the stores um, a year ago. Now, fast forward to today, uh, there's still things walking off the shelves, but it's things like deodorant, toothpaste, uh, teeth whitener, nail polish, those type of things, because people are getting back out in public and they're actually seeing people and they want to look better. When you when you shared that with me, I was thinking teeth whitener. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're buried between buried behind masks for the last year. Somebody looks at their teeth in the mirror and goes, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it actually makes some intuitive sense, doesn't it? It, it does, and it's kind of funny too on other on the other side of things. But uh, you know, if we think back, it, it does seem like, and and maybe it's just because we've been so busy, but it seems like it was a lifetime ago that we it were. Really- trying to figure out where the TP was. Uh, yeah, it really does. I mean, you know, we've, we've gone through spot shortages periodically since then, but now I'm finding hand sanitizer and toilet paper on sale at the grocery stores instead of being uh, on rationing levels. And now we're looking at toothpaste and mouthwash. And I, and you're right, we're getting more out. It's, it, it's interesting. We've talked about this as we've gone through quarterly reports for the last couple, three cycles. Uh, the businesses that have done well, and the businesses that have been challenged during the pandemic. I was telling you before we went on, I'm uh, in a service club with one of the florists in town, and he was telling us last night that during the pandemic, 
They had a surprising up summer because folks couldn't see each other, so they were sending flowers to say hello, I love you, thank you, and happy, whatever. Sometimes you don't think about that stuff, but uh, you know, for every economic plus and every economic minus, there's always an opposite plus and minus that ends up benefiting or getting hurt by a change, doesn't it? Well, that's true, and, and we've seen that throughout this whole pandemic of of different industries that have benefited, different industries that have gotten hurt, and some worse than others. So, you know, it continues to be the thing. And I think one of the things, you know, we haven't talked about this, Dave, but one of the things that uh, caught my attention this morning on the news is that, um, you know, Florida, and I didn't realize this, I knew that we were, our unemployment system was going to, hey, you had to start um, looking for jobs again and documenting. But I didn't realize we were finally going to opt out of the federal bonus of $300 yep. a week, effective next week. So um, I found that interesting. And maybe, just maybe, Dave, that will get people back to work and our restaurants and retailers will, uh, will benefit from that. It'll at the very least prove or disprove the theory that the reason that a lot of the workers haven't gone back has been the... Uh, has been the unemployment supplement that they've been getting out of the federal government. One could make a case one way or the other this might be a little bit more abrupt change than is wise, but at the very least, now there's an economic incentive to get back to work if you got one of those jobs that only pay a little bit more than the unemployment was. No, that's true. So we'll see how that benefits us, and, and hopefully it, uh, it does start to benefit the, uh, the employers. Hopefully it does, yeah. Other tidbits that I found coming out this morning, the Moderna vaccine is being tested on kids, and it passed muster. It's going to be most likely approved by the FDA. gives us one more tool in terms of, uh, in terms of cutting back on the spread of this bug and keeping it down, because we're down now to uh, almost pre-pandemic declaration cases. I, I think that's true. We are, and that, that's some really some good news that uh, I think of worldwide, I think I saw yesterday that uh, our new cases are the least amount of any place uh, in the world right now, which is which is a good good thing for us as we start to open things back up um, moving forward. The other big deal, hey, I don't know if you saw this, Dave, but there's a big deal out there. Amazon, mm. Amazon is what? trying to buy, or they're really close to buying MGM Studios. Oh, yeah, that came out last week originally when you were gone. I, I was saying, oh, my Lord in heaven, this gives you an indication of how important streaming is these days, isn't it? Yeah, it really does. But it says they're really getting close to nailing this deal down. Yeah, and with AT&T spinning off Warner Brothers, uh, that, that you know, who you're buying your entertainment from is going to make a sea change over the next even 12 to 18 months, it looks like. Uh, that's true. And we continue to see... Streaming services becoming more and more of uh, uh, of the of the mainstream, which makes you wonder what's going to happen to cable and to direct TV. You know the, those satellite services. Absolutely, it's kind kind of interesting. I don't think I go a day without another friend telling me that. Okay, I dumped my dish, I cut the cord from my cable, and now I'm streaming my TV. Well, okay, fine. I'm still getting my internet from the cable company, so I'm still paying them money. But my streaming is now a cable service that comes in on the internet, and a whole lot of other people have been doing the same. It's just it's becoming a sea change in the old technology, which, you know, when on earth did you ever think that, you know, cable internet was considered old technology, but it is. 
you know, the world is changing, and that kind of is a challenge for investors, too. It really is. It's, uh, you know, which which disruptor is going to be the one that takes the lead? And that becomes the challenge for uh, for investors and traders. It absolutely and truly is. On to the stuff we're uh, actually supposed to be talking about today. Uh, we had an update yesterday on Wall Street. The Dow was up 186 points. Standard & Poor's was up 41. NASDAQ up 190. You and I were kind of noodling through when we first got on the phone this morning. Uh, a couple of my tip sheets were saying, well, with inflation fears waning, there's a trend upward on the market. And we were both kind of shaking our heads saying, where'd they get uh, Where'd they get rid of the fears for inflation? I've seen no indication whatsoever for that, but evidently some of the investors are saying, well, it's a back burner issue all of a sudden. Yeah, I just don't see that. And and, and uh, the, I haven't read any articles that give me any indication of that. Um, so I'm just not sure where that's really coming from, because uh, I, I can't tell you, there's every conversation I have with a client right now is, um, they're talking about inflation and what that's doing to their uh, to their income. Exactly. There's, I mean, you know, investing requires hedging against inflation, and I haven't seen any indication that uh, we don't need to keep an eye out for it. As near as I can figure, it was just they got bored thinking about it and decided to start buying stuff again. I, I guess you know, it's just it's just hard to say sometimes, Dave. What really drives the market as a whole? Um, but yeah, it, it's. Um, I think inflation is here. The question to me is going to be, you know, are we are we going to get to that hyperinflation number? And and that's my hope is that we don't that we we get inflation near what the Fed wants and and we're everybody's happy. Yeah, if we if we got to even even for a year of three or four percent inflation instead of the two percent the Fed wants, we could live with it. The hyper stuff is the stuff we get nervous about. Earnings season pretty much at the end right now, but we had a we had one or two reports that came out that might give an, an, an you might give us an indication of the mood this morning. Oh, that, that's true, and you had brought to my attention, which I didn't see on my tip sheet, Cracker Barrel. So I went and digging a little bit uh, while you gave me a minute, and Cracker Barrel really kind of blew it out of the water. They uh, they 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 were expected to make ten cents a share, and they reported earnings per share of a dollar fifty one a share. Um, a huge huge increase for them. Uh, their stocks trading up about two point nine percent this morning, getting close to three percent. So um, so good for them. My understanding is they also re-added a dividend to their stock as well, which is kind of the uh, tr- kind of, kind of the the trifecta in terms of making sure your stock goes up. Yeah, that's and that's some, some good news there. The only other report I had was AutoZone, uh, the auto retailer. Uh, they had a good quarter. Uh, they were expected to make a little over twenty dollars a share. They made twenty six, almost twenty six fifty. So, so they beat by over six dollars a share. Uh, revenue came in above estimates as well. Get this: same store sales up. 11% higher than expected. They expected 17. It came in at almost 29%. Um, wow. Yeah. So now the only, the only little flying ointment I saw was their margins dropped a little bit. Um, and so, uh, so that's because they're getting more and more into the commercial business versus retail. Retail, you get a higher markup. Commercial business, you got to cut that markup a little bit because the commercial person is going to charge retail to the customer. So a little bit of, of give back there, but still trading up about a half a percent this morning. 
cool. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. The shortage in the auto industry, I mean, the dealers are kind of trading cars between each other, too, sometimes, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, and let's face it, AutoZone is not a cheap stock, Dave. It's uh, Right now, it's at $1,455 a share. Wow. Yeah. Good, good investment to fix your car up with AutoZone. <laughs> Resetting the table for the morning. It was an up day yesterday. 45 minutes before we open the day, are we in green ink still? Because things were shifting a little while we were talking on my ticker. We still got green ink, Dave, uh, at least on the on the index side. We got the Dow up a quarter of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is up a third of a percent. And the Nasdaq's up about a half a percent right now. Russell 2000, small caps, is up about a third of a percent also. So good things there now. I will tell you, on the commodities front, everything's red. Uh, we've got uh, silver down. Uh, a little over six-tenths of a percent. Gold is down a little less than a tenth of a percent. And crude oil, um, about where it was yesterday when we talked, but 65.65 less than what it was uh, uh, when it closed yesterday at $65.63 a barrel. Well, poop. I thought I remembered it being under 65 yesterday, but uh, it, ain't, it ain't going the direction we want it to go quickly, that's for sure. No, it's not. And I did see gas prices drop just a little bit uh, on my way into work. Not much. Yeah, but I think that we're under 280 for a little while, so that felt okay. I, could, I, could, I can see myself filling up this week without wincing too much. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Overseas markets, generally green ink on the Asian rim at the close, kind of mixed in Europe halfway through their day today. Philip, you and I were talking about inflation. Nobody does know what's going to happen kind of our responsibility to make sure our retirement covers that spread, though. How do I find you to make sure I've got a strategy to do that? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check our website out at statlerfinancial.com. A lot of good information there, links to our calendar. You can schedule some time to visit with us. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. Alrighty, and us back again together again tomorrow morning about the same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, man. You have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You toss a penny over your shoulder. Hey, folks, just a reminder that uh, there's several ways that you can connect with us uh, through Facebook, Statler Financial. Look for us there. Uh, our website, statlerfinancial.com. Uh, you can look at Twitter. We're on there. Uh, there's just all kinds of places that you can connect with us on LinkedIn. Uh, but our best place is our website. Um, we've got two radio stations. We're not only on Light 105.7, but we're also on News Talk 730. Uh, so find us. Tune in for some great information. Hey, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care, folks. Bye now.